This is Michael Johnson of PodTech.net, and welcome to another in our series of podcasts with Verizon Business. In previous programs, we've been talking about MPLS, and today we're going to be discussing its place in the transformation of the network. Our guest today, Mike Marcellin, Verizon's Vice President of Marketing, and Stuart Elby, Verizon Vice President of Network Architecture. Diving right in to talk about MPLS, from the perspective of the customer, what are some of the key benefits of carrier-deployed MPLS networks? And we'll start with you, Mike. Carrier-deployed MPLS networks um, bring a number of benefits to customers. You know, a, a couple of the, of the most significant ones include the ability for a customer to no longer have to worry about virtual connections between all their sites. And so what this means is we move to an IP world where most applications are IP in nature and, um, and, and uh, require connectivity between all the customer sites. So as they deploy voice over IP and things like that, um, this type of a network infrastructure is much more efficient for them, can often save them uh, money, not having to manage many virtual connections as they would have in a traditional frame relay or ATM environment. And then the other big benefit, I'd say, if I'm just picking a couple, would be the ability to prioritize those applications utilizing the classes of service that are available with our MPLS solution, Private IP. Uh, we offer six different classes of service, which essentially means that a customer can uh, identify six different buckets, if you will, of performance that then uh, they can map their various applications to, and, and uh, that's really going to be a customer-by-customer decision based on what's most mission-critical to their business, and then they define that, but then that's, that's honored throughout our network, and so they can ensure that their critical applications receive the p- performance that they expect. Okay, Stuart, maybe you can expand on that classes of service question. How are those enabled by MPLS networks? And um, we'll start with that question. Sure. Uh, We are enabling quality of service using uh, capabilities built into IP and the IP routers, the ability to serve uh, different streams of data at different priorities through the network, and we map that in MPLS. Uh, to the different paths, the different label-switched paths. It's important to note that when we talk about performance of these different uh, categories, these six different buckets, performance uh, really relates to uh, the order or priority at which it's going to get served if there is network congestion. And we also um, can define certain attributes to that path, such as a maximum delay or even a uh, maximum jitter around that delay. And this is very important for real-time services, which more and more enterprises are beginning to put onto the network, such as voice and video conferencing. So what does that mean down for your customers on a practical level? Well, what that really means is that if uh, a customer has determined, for instance, that their video conferencing traffic is most critical and, and their email traffic is less critical, uh, as uh, the network begins to congest, uh, we will, you know, they will get the video uh, conferencing experience they expect, even if it means some delay in the email. And that's very important as opposed to having it all just shoved through a pipe uh, as a common service and then hope for the best at the other end, which is how sort of traditional Internet access had worked. Yeah, and I would add, too, that, um, that, that those determinations of, of priority can be dynamic in nature. A customer can decide on a given day when they're doing their shareholder meeting and they want to have the video conference be absolute top performance and, and have it um, uh, be the most, most important thing running over the network at that time. Um, they, can, they can identify that, and then maybe, maybe on, on, a, on a normal day, if you will, then video conference maybe um, takes a, a backseat to uh, voice traffic or, or what have you. So they can make those kind of determinations, um, and then, again, that's honored dynamically through our network. 
Now, more and more uh, companies are merging a lot of their data. There's voice data, there's video data, audio data, um, there's practical data, all flowing through the network. As all of these types of data converge, how do the MPLS networks help to enable that convergence? This is Mike. I'll jump in uh, first. Um, you're absolutely right. Convergence is certainly something that businesses are looking at for a variety of reasons, from cost savings to simplicity of management, um, you know, to really some of the uh, some of the efficiency benefits that they can gain by having a single staff of folks doing all of their voice and video and data traffic on a single network. And so the the, the benefits are clear. And and MPLS has really become the ideal technology to support that. It goes back to the classes of service that we talked about and the ability to prioritize those applications as you're putting more more and more on the network, you need to ensure that the applications you're putting on the network perform at the level you expect, and that by putting a new application on the network, you're not, um, you know, unduly uh, impacting the performance of the existing applications. And and so at Verizon Business, we've introduced a, a suite of tools and capabilities that our customers can use to get visibility into not just their network performance, but their application performance, so that as they're deploying new applications, they can really monitor the impact of those applications and make sure that uh, they're getting the performance levels that they expect. And we do that through a variety of uh, re- reporting tools that are all very graphical and easy to use and, and all accessible through our Verizon Business Customer Center. Yes, uh, part of the advantage of MPLS is that it, it borrows a lot of the uh, concepts from um, the way that enterprise customers traditionally connected their sites together, such as private line or frame relay and ATM, and that's the concept of a connection or a, a circuit between you know site A and site Z. Um, and even though this is IP and therefore uh, multi-point, multi-connected, it has that same sort of uh, feel from a customer perspective that they have a path with a certain uh, characteristic bandwidth delay across the network from one site to another. So that's a very nice uh, you know, sort of model for them to work in, something they're very comfortable with so they can migrate from, say, their private line or connection into an MPLS environment. So as folks migrate and bring more and more of this data together, converge it all, because it's clearly where the future of the network is going, let's, let's talk a little bit about that future and what MPLS networks will be delivering, MPLS services will be delivering. Well, from a service perspective, I mean, there are, there are certainly a number of exciting services that have already been deployed around, uh, around MPLS, and I think we'll see, we'll see that continue. I, t- I touched earlier on some of the reporting and visibility tools, and we will continue to augment those as, um, as, as customers you know, become more reliant on their MPLS networks, so giving them better visibility. In fact, we just recently made an announcement around being able to provide voice uh, network assessment, so really honing in on that particular application, which is you know, certainly one that, that most enterprises either are in the process of deploying or certainly contemplating deploying voice over their, their networks. And, and then taking it a step further, looking at how we can accelerate applications on the private IP network. And so you know, we can give, give visibility into performance, we can stand behind that performance in those classes of service with SLAs, and then taking it that next step saying we can actually accelerate how those applications uh, perform uh, or, or optimize or improve how they perform uh, over the network. So that's certainly an area um, that, that we'll be focused on. Another area, too, is, um, is, is you know, continuing to further the, uh, the, global, um, the global reach of our private IP service. We're in over 120 uh, countries today, um, but, but what you'll see more and more is 
you know, as we've seen such, such success with multinational corporations, is, is really increasing the density that we have in a given country. You know, a couple months ago, we announced um, additional node deployments in Australia and Spain and a number of places where we've just seen some tremendous success. And so um, looking at, at better density uh, across a number of countries. And then, you know, the other big area is uh, with Ethernet being so hot, um, uh, many, of our, many of our clients are choosing Ethernet as their on-ramp onto, onto our MPLS service. And, and we've seen tremendous growth in Ethernet access into our private IP service, and we'll continue to deploy um, that Ethernet capability. We've got it nationwide today in the United States. We've got it in nearly 20 countries in Europe and um, a, a growing list of uh, 12 or 13 countries in Asia, and we'll continue to do those deployments as well, you know, to give our customers uh, more bandwidth options, more flexibility uh, in, how they, uh, in how they choose to utilize our private IP MPLS service. And Stuart, anything to add to that? Yeah, well, I, I think the key there really is the flexibility, as Mike's described, the um, ability really for a customer to map uh, the type of service to, to a quality and a bandwidth it needs is very important. So voice is no longer voice in a plain vanilla sense. If a customer decides they need a very high-quality audio conferencing, they can assign those attributes or map it into that class of service in MPLS and have basically a high-definition audio conference, something you couldn't do on a normal toll net, uh, voice network, for instance. The same with video. You, you can go from you know, low rates for a PC uh, screen video to standard definition to high definition and efficiently map uh, those services into the MPLS network. So it gives the customer more flexibility to really, in some sense, create new applications on their own enterprise, such as uh, high definition uh, audio conferencing. Well, uh, getting back to you, Mike, if folks are interested in finding out a little bit more about uh, Verizon Business's MPLS services and also about VPLS, uh, trailing off of that, uh, where can they go on the website? Uh, they can go to verizonbusiness.com, and we have uh, a lot of information on, uh, on the products themselves and on some customer successes as well. Great. I've been speaking today with Mike Marcellin, who is the Vice President of Product Marketing at Verizon Business, and Stuart Elby, who is the Vice President of Network Architecture at Verizon Business. In our series of podcasts with Verizon, I'm Michael Johnson, and thanks to both of you for being on the podcast today. Thanks, Michael. Thank you.